Well, today we begin the story of Jonah. This book of the Bible is about a prophet, but the book is not prophecy. It's classified by many people as a minor prophet, but no, it's a fable. And if you have a certain sense of humor, it is probably the most hilarious book in the Bible. It is insightful and witty. Like Jonah, again, the prophet Jonah, not Jonah in the back row, we so often resist the call of God. For those times that we have failed, we say, I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault, Therefore, I ask Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and lead us to everlasting life. This is one of the stories in the Bible that has been so successful, this teaching of Jesus, that we no longer understand it. Samaritans, our perceptions of when we hear the word Samaritan, we think of this story. And we think the good Samaritan. And the, this is not what Luke's audience would have thought at all. Samaritans were the enemies of the Jews. By the time of Luke, there were the stories, there, there were facts of Jews who traveled through Samaria and got killed. I mean, mass executions. And so Jews would travel indirectly, go around, so they did not have to pass through Samaria. And Jews were doing the same thing to Samaritans as well. Bitter, bitter enemies. The main surprise of this gospel story is supposed to be that the neighbor wasn't a priest or a Levite, but a non-Jew. What would be the equivalent today? Perhaps, maybe this is going a little too far, but not too far, would be if we were robbed and beaten here in Knoxville and the priest walked by and the Baptist minister walked by and then an ISIS freedom fighter came along and took care of us. Likewise, in our first reading, Nineveh, Nineveh, the city that Jonah is being sent to, was the capital of the Assyrian Empire. Assyria had destroyed the northern kingdom of Israel. They, the Assyrians had been bitter enemies of Israel, but at the time the book of Jonah was written, Assyria no longer existed. In fact, Nineveh didn't exist because Nineveh had been sacked and destroyed. Those hearing the story of Jonah wouldn't have wanted to go to Nineveh either. Enemy land, dangerous and a futile, futile thing to go to the enemies and say, our God is going to destroy your city. They didn't believe in that God. And who wants the Ninevites to repent anyway from being destroyed? Come back tomorrow to find out what happens when Jonah gets to Nineveh. So how about you? Is God calling you to do something that you don't want to do? I can relate. I'm told that the year that I got to read the, the boys' parts in the uh, little play in Advent at Holy Name Parish, they had never heard such a convincing rendition of Jonah not wanting to go anywhere. 
Jonah, the book may be a fable, but it speaks to great truth. If God wants us to do something, God will make it more and more obvious if at first we resist. If we would respond to God's first invitation, perhaps it would be better for us, for everyone we come in contact with, and perhaps better for the salvation of the world.